0: They want to poison us in every way they can. The Bible and the Constitution today do not evolve. They remain the same the way God intended. That's right. And no paid politician or pedophile politician can change that. All right. Talk about it. That's right. The Bible says resist him. firm in your faith knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood throughout the world resisting the devil is resisting the job the corporation resisting the raise the money resisting these illegal mandates you you must strengthen your relationship with God thank you in whatever way that looks to you because this fight is not only physical, spiritual. but spiritual. Yes. 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 speak it. I leave here saying, do not comply, do not give up, talk to God, and stop buying Starbucks. Yes.
1: Hello, good evening, good afternoon, good morning, good night. This is Lindsay, your host. You're listening to Life Through a Distorted Lens. So, Halloween was on Sunday, and Sunday was also the first day that we got to check out a local church, and boy, was it an experience. So, the whole reason why I picked this church first off, I went to Yelp, not that I think Yelp is like the holy grail of, you know, truth, because people can be bought out and Paid to leave reviews and bribed to leave reviews all over these websites that even have reviews. I'm very aware of that. But the only reason why I picked this church is because some other chick left a comment or something along the lines of uh, they don't wear masks. And at the time, I didn't realize how non, you know, mask complying people were here, which is wonderful. I just didn't know. I just felt like it was happening everywhere. Um, so let me just like start from the whole pulling into the church parking lot. I guess that's the easiest way to describe this. Uh, again, I grew up Southern Baptist in Georgia, and I I went to really big churches, and I don't prefer that at all. Um, I find it to be very uh, kind of fakey, and I never felt like there was a... I like smaller churches where you can actually connect with people. Not that I was old enough even remotely to connect with people back then, because it was just Sunday school for me because I was a kid. But as I'm an you know, adult now, and Calvary San Jose was wonderful because it was just the right size to you know meet and talk with people you know they they have a moment at calvary at least where they're like all right you know turn to your neighbor and greet them um they also have the tithing plate which i've always grown up with that and that's normal um um so let's go back to the the church the church that i chose to try out so when we're pulling in um there's like a person every so amount of feet like waving and the first person has a cowboy hat on it says a sign that says welcome home and I'm like oh how sweet it says welcome home and this is a, a redneck cowboy not a redneck but you know what I mean I love that shit uh but then I'm like "There, oh there's another greeter oh, oh there's another greeter another greeter and I was just like okay I don't know again I'm just all this stuff once I get done explaining this whole church thing all of it combined together it just makes me you'll see I won't spoil it so it's Halloween, and I was actually wondering the night before, like, are people going to actually be wearing costumes? I've never experienced that. I don't know how I feel about that. So there was a greeter, you know, another person waving, wearing the uh, Chewbacca costume, and I was like, Disney, seriously? God, if you don't know how evil Disney is, go to YouTube or BitShoot or Odyssey and type in Elsagate and say no more. I think Disney is in on that crap, and because it's just... <laughs> they had, Disney has the power to yank those kind of videos, and they don't do a damn thing about it, so... I just think Disney is absolutely evil. They start you young and believe in stuff that Prince Charming exists. And I just think it's another form of indoctrination. but that's a whole nother story. Um, Just seriously, go watch the Elsa gate stuff on it for real. Like it sounds conspiracy theory because it has the, some it has the phrase or the word gate in it, but I, I kid you not, this is not made up and it's, it's real. It's very real, horrifying. Anyway, so, uh, you know, we pull in and I'm like, that's a lot of greeters. And they have this, you know, parking spots towards the front. And there's these like car lot, massive, huge flags that are black and white that say, I can't remember what it said, but it said, I think uh, newcomers or like new attendees park here. I immediately don't like that. I just don't like to be singled out. Like, not that I'm trying to be secretive in any way, but it already feels so like everyone's looking at you and they want to track you and. Um, I just, I've never seen a church like that where they have flags like that. I just think it's, on the other hand, if I'm going to look at it positively, they're leaving open spots for people to, that are new to park at, but I'm like, well, this church isn't so massive that it feels like, oh, thank God there's a spot in the front anyway. So I thought that was highly unnecessary and not like anyone could just park there anyway. I mean, give me a break. They may be church going people, but when I get done with the story, you realize that these aren't, that's just because you go to church doesn't mean a damn thing. So, you know, I'm just trying not to let, I'm trying not to judge things like off the bat, just cause I don't have a full picture walking in. This guy's like, Oh, you're newcomers. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I heard you guys don't wear a mask. And I was like, I'm going to this church. And he was like, yeah, you'll never want to leave or something like that. And I was like, Haha, okay. Walking in, there's like so many people on staff, like greeters. And then some lady is like, ah, are you new? And I'm like, yeah. And she's like, Oh, this is how the, there's this room and this room bathrooms are there. Front row is, uh, designated for pastor or whatever, which is normal. I'm like, all right. Um, and again, so we go inside, and it's just a very, like, it's like a building. Like, it doesn't feel like a, it's not even like a, not that churches have to be like a cathedral or a church-looking thing. It doesn't have to have stained glass. I understand that. Um, <clears throat> but it does feel, you know, it definitely doesn't have that typical church setting, which, again, is okay. Uh, so we go in, and it's dark, because they're already starting the music up. And the stage production is bad. I'm going to try not to cuss, but of course not. bat Bad. That crap bananas. Like, they have literally, I counted, I think it was 11 or 12 people on stage. All of them are, like, beautiful. The lead singer <laughs> looks like Jason Mraz. I'm, like, giggling in the middle of church. People probably think I'm a psycho. Um, uh, you know, just, like, p- perfectly done hair. And I'm kind of skeeved out because I love Calvary because people just went and dressed however they wanted. I feel like this is one of those churches where people try to out-church each other to be that perfect little family or perfect uh, person. Again, this is just my personal feeling of how I was raised in church in general or various churches really. Um, so I was like skeeved off by that. Uh, you know, the music is good. It, It was freaking loud. I was like, good Lord, this is like a legit stage production. And you know, the seating arrangement is, you know, not that huge. It's not a huge church again, by any means, but I'm looking around and I'm like, where's all this money coming from to, support this crazy stage production, man. Uh, The drummer is inside of a, like, plastic cage, which I guess helps with the echo of the drums. And I'm like, Lord, I've never even seen that before. Um, You know, all the graphics are literally from an app. I I can recognize it. They're using Canva, which is a popular app for people to use to edit photos um, and use text and whatnot. I can tell because the font they're using which is, I'm like, all right, you know, they're pretty tapped into the digital world. The fact that they're using Canva first off. Um, so singing, blah, blah, blah. Uh, a couple of people in masks, which whatever, you know, people have the freedom to do that, but most people aren't. Um, I'm watching a squirrel outside and he's bearing his knot. Anyway. Um, so the, I guess it's like, okay. So this guy starts speaking after the music and he's from Sweden and he's really loud um, very passionate, which I'm used to with Southern Baptist churches. But I also find that very annoying. I'm like, it's just, I don't know how to describe it other than if something I've experienced where the church I grew up in, um, Georgia, a Woodstock Baptist, the preacher was get so loud. His face would turn red. He had to wipe off of his face. And I just, this stuff just is annoying to me and it, do, it doesn't speak to me. I find it to be really highly unnecessary and, Calvary, he just spoke from the heart and it was you didn't have to get loud and sweaty and overly animated. I find it to be kind of phony, I'm not sure. Like I understand that's I'm not gonna say that it is phony. This is only my feeling, because I think that people can speak from the heart and get loud like that, because it could be Holy Spirit for sure, but to me personally it just doesn't resonate. I don't like that, it seems aggressive. But anyway. Microaggressions No, but um uh the speaker yeah he's from sweden his his what he said was moving it's about his testimony and how he grew up uh, and how he f- came to jesus uh, first off the whole thing was really short i was like what they're already moving on to the because they said there's gonna be baptisms today which i'm like oh lord i wish i brought tissues because it's, it's always moving to watch baptisms so they have like two huge tubs um and the people being baptized are facing the audience which i found very off-putting. Like if I wanted to be baptized at this church, I would be hesitant because it's like the most common fear of people is stage fright. And I've never seen a baptism where you're facing the audience. Like the person being baptized is facing the audience. It's always to the side. Um, I found that very impersonal and almost insulting. Just, I don't know. Some people share their testimonies and that was moving. Um, uh, The way they spoke to people was kind of like, it just seems so like overly hyped and like, yeah, Woo! like overly <clears throat> like cheerleady. I'm not entirely sure how to explain it. I just felt really like unnecessary, like really unnecessary and way overhyped. Like, <clears throat> again, there are some mousy people out there and that kind of energy is like really uh, overbearing. And I just don't think I think that you're uh, eliminating some people from coming to Jesus and getting baptized and stuff because it's so intimidating. It's so loud. Um, uh, so yeah, you know, the testimonies that people share were definitely moving and then they had kids come on stage and I guess they like did the power of Christ thing. I don't know how they said it, you know, put the hand on the people and bless them that way, which is weird. I'm like, is that their form of baptism? I thought they're going to like sprinkle holy water on. I don't know. I was like, what is that? And then I kid you not, there was a kid in this family that it was a boy looked very scared and very unsure of himself horrified and he's wearing a freaking like schoolgirl plaid skirt it's a boy like it's a freaking boy and the family is all woke looking and like I'm not sure to describe this like Texas look it's like this mom's wearing jean coveralls with like a big old hat and just so like trendy and again everyone on stage I understand dressing up you know I'm trying not to judge people because I mean people do get dressed up it's like the only thing to do I mean, not the only thing to do, but it is an opportunity to dress up, but it's just like, and I don't want to say that this reflects on the church. If there's some kid that's being brainwashed by its family, but it was still really like, oh my God, upsetting again, all these things together. So let me get to the most messed up. Should I like leave that for the end? Whatever. I'll just put in there. I remembered it. First of all, they didn't have any, when it came to the quote tithing part, I've never seen this before in my life. The guy, okay. So they did, they did the baptisms and then this. First of all, the Swedish guy, his name was thrown up on the screen. It said executive uh, pastor. I was like, executive pastor? What is that? Like, what? I've never seen, seen that before either. Uh, also, everyone was like swagged out wearing like uh, super swag church clothing, which I despise that too. I'm like, are you making money from swag at this church? Again, I've never seen that before. Like, I don't. At this. I'm just always conflicted. I'm like, I get, you know, it's okay to represent your church with like clothing, but it felt <clears throat> very culty. Sorry. I'm like, I've been sick for the past couple of days. It might be the, the coof. not going to lie, but I'm not afraid, dude. I'm like, oh, well, you know, writing it out. I'll tell that in a second. Hold on. Give me a second. I apologize. I don't, I'm trying to do mouth noises here. No one appreciates that. So, uh, oh, so when they got done with the baptisms, again, it was very moving, The other, he wasn't the main preacher guy. I'm not sure who he is. He was like holding up a piece of paper to like donate money or tithe. And he was like phony crying, being like, it's so moving. And I'm like, but you're not crying. It just, it felt fake, dude, like acting. And I find it very particular that they waited until the end and the moving service to then, you know, they present you with this sob story or like moving stuff. And then they, and then they give you the opportunity to donate money which at Calvary, the donation plate would pass around before the message because they're not selling you on the message. This is things I've like had time to really digest and think about, especially comparing to wonderful Calvary, which is hilarious because I got my husband spoiled on Calvary because he didn't grow up going to church and that was the first church that he really went to and he wound up loving it, uh, as did I, like mega. Again, I've been to a lot of churches in my life, but Calvary, San Jose is my favorite, bar none, like far and wide. Again, they also live stream And have their past live streams on um, YouTube, which I highly recommend. If you're curious about God or you don't know about God and you're skeptical or whatever, definitely go watch one of their sermons and um, enjoy. So, yeah, the, uh, you know, oh, my gosh. They didn't pass around the donation plate, but they had this, like, on the screen. Text, text the prayer to one, one, text any dollar amount to this number to donate. And I'm like, what? Like setting up a donation or money exchange over texts, I like absolutely despise. It sounds unbelievably scammy. Like I I hate it. I'm like, God, it's so cringe. It's like just the fact that they put that up there and they take away this human exchange as well where you have to be on your phone. I hate that the church is asking you to be on your phone in the middle of freaking service. Like I despise that. I came from living in Silicon Valley for 10 years, and how techie involved this church was, was bananas. I was just like, this is, it it was really gross. I I despise it in every way, shape, and form. I was trying to ignore all that as it happened, which I did until later I dissected it and just was like, dear Lord, Um, because the message, again, the message was good, but the, and the uh, baptism was good, but I, I can't deny how phony this place felt, man. Um, again, the whole all of the Yelp reviews are five stars. I'm like, really, dude. Um, what else? Oh, they had the worst part. So on the back of each seat, there's like a piece of paper and like prayer request and um, an envelope, which is normal. That's usually where you put your money or check when you're tithing. That's typical. I've I've seen it at every church. But when I opened it, on the inside of the envelope flap, I kid you not, it had a section for you to fill out your entire credit card information, including the CVV number, the three digit highly, highly security under lock and key code that you write down. I mean, I was just like, what, what the fuck? What is this? Oh man, I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is absolutely disgusting. My mind was blown. Asking for your credit card information that, first of all, number one, human error is always a thing. Who's to say this piece of paper can't fall on the ground and someone can find it? Who's to say that the person's hands that it falls into, that you can trust? Like, you don't even know who's going to pick this piece of paper up. I was like, huh, you know, this is my own thought. I'm like, oh, no wonder why you have all this place funded. I don't know. I was like, this, that is so wrong. If you've never, if you've never been to church, I hope you know now that I've never seen that and a church would, a real church would never do that. That is wild. That is wild. I've never even filled anything out in my life that asks for your credit card information on a piece of freaking paper, dude. Holy mother of Lord. I'm sorry, God, but Lord, that is messed up. God, save that church. Anyway, um, so yeah, the the whole thing was really short and they had like cookies outside for free and I don't know. So I was like, I'm not, even, you know, we left and I saw there's a side room that had like three iPads that you, I don't even know, that you probably sign up so they can track you forever and hound you for tithing. I don't even know. It was nasty. I just couldn't believe it. Um, yeah, so let's see. Oh, Lord, yeah. They also had a moment where they're like, oh, at the end, uh, they were like, here's some church messages, and they're like, come, first of all, there's, you know, these two people talking, and they're beautiful, this black man and this white woman, they're talking about something, upcoming messages. after, After that, there's this scene from Avengers playing, and I literally, my head fell down, Hand went to my forehead and was like, oh, my God, what is this? A Disney scene played, and then it was like, record scratch. It was like, come join us for a night at the movies where we dissect movies. And I can't remember how they worded it, but it was like, we dissect movies and make and show you how biblical they can be. And I was like, I swear to the squirrel outside right now, if they're going to show Disney movies and show you how that's biblical, I'm going to throw up. I was like, all right, this church is being funded by Disney and brainwashing people. Oh, also, yes, I was going to say about the cosplay person. There was two people wearing costumes. They were both Disney costumes. Like, I don't know, what are the odds, okay? I was like, oh, maybe these people are just dumb, but, (sighs) oh, Lord. I was like, maybe we should go back and... Actually hear from the main pastor guy because he's like this weightlifting macho dude. And I was like, I don't know. I'm good. I don't think I'll ever go back there. Ay. ay ay Oh, yeah. There was this moment where like the guest executive preacher was like, let's all raise our... There, I don't know. There was a moment where the band started playing and everyone in the front row who works for the church lifted their arms, both their hands up at the same time, like choreographed. I was like, what is this church, dude? Dude. <clears throat> Again, uh, it sounds like I'm like a anti I don't like God kind of a stance thing because I'm like ooh judging everything. But I love Jesus and I love God and this church. I'm gonna have to put a cough drop in. I apologize. Uh, this church was mm-mm, no, you know, just no. Let's see. Oh, yeah, they also had a point where they flashed their social media up on the screen. I'm like, bro, no one cares, like, to connect with you on Instagram. I don't know. Just shut up with the freaking technology already. Oh, Lord. I'm not going to have that in my mouth for a second. All right, so let's uh, fast forward a couple hours, because this is obviously Halloween still, uh, to Halloween. So we're, I'm spending Halloween on my neighbor's front uh, driveway with her uh because I love her and she's awesome and she has like happy hour almost every day we we can join her <clears throat> she's so nice well, let me move my laptop back here so I can get a little more comfortable um Oof. so it was nice i it was the first time in my life that i we actually had kids come to our door cuz i grew up in a, a neighborhood where i was in the very back no one would ever come and ring the doorbell and i was always bummed cuz i i love seeing kids in our costumes and having fun and whatnot so it was awesome to experience that. Um, so, you know, all the kids are pretty much done with the night because it's getting, you know, it's like eight thirty, and you know, there's like one group that went by. And all right, uh, let me rewind a cup or like a week before we met our neighbors. And this, there's this tall white man with long hair, and he's like a chef at um, a big corporation. I'll just say it. He's a chef at uh, Apple. And then his wife seems very bubbly. And then two black girls that are probably teens. I thought they were their kids, but um, my husband thought they said the nieces. So I don't know, but they're family related. So now let me fast forward again, the Halloween night. So I'm sitting in the driveway and I see this creature, tall figure, who's, you know, immediately my instincts tell me it's a man because I have instincts as a woman and a human and I don't let people gaslight and lie to me. Um and I just I don't know, I live in reality. It's a man in a dress who has fake titties on and um is wearing like a piece of crap, horrible I don't know if you've ever seen Halloween costumes where it's like the the crappiest flame you know, flame retardant is that the right word? Where it'll go up in flames immediately if you get near a flame like velvet it's like crushed crap velvet like itchy you know that crap it's on every Halloween not every the most Halloween costumes it's just like crap velvet maybe I know that because I'm a seamstress but still you, you probably know what I'm talking about it's crap <laughs> he's wearing like a medieval dress and like a bone skull not skull a bone crown uh sparkling it's just nothing goes together it looks like shit it's too high because he's way too tall so I'm like, oh my God, this guy is. My first instinct is, I'm creeped out. This guy is freaking weird. Like, also, he's by himself and there's no one, there's no kids around or anything. And I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Get him. So I was like, oh, I thought he was a creeper who wanted candy. So I was like, oh, we, I only have five pieces left. You're in luck. I, uh, uh. And then he starts talking to my neighbor that, you know, the driveway we're in, and they start going back and forth. And it's the Apple guy, and he announces to us, oh, just so y'all know, this is me every day. Um, I, you know, I do a drag. I have a whole closet full of women's clothing. I just bought these women's flats in size 14, bragging about his life and existence. Meanwhile, my entire body and existence goes, phew, I froze like my mind is racing I wanted to be like woman faces insulting you know in the name of Jesus Christ blood I rebuke you demon get out of here I don't know so you know mostly it was my neighbor talking back and forth with him so I just let not I didn't let I just I didn't want to say anything and interject that just let her do her thing and I got honestly I got really nauseous I was because he just kept going on and I was like when is this gonna end my husband like slowly turned and looked at me and was doing this breathing exercise thing. And then was really sweet moment, but, um, you know, I was dying inside and my neighbor, I, again, I didn't know if she was like aware of the drag and trans thing, destroying, uh, the world in America, tr- purposely trying to destroy the nuclear Western family, blah, 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 throwing a gay or kid, whatever, predatory, pedophile, blah, blah, blah. Y'all know the thing. So she was like, are you a part of that library group? And I was like, oh, my God, dude, what? <clears throat> you know, asking if he's basically going to the libraries doing the drag queen story hour. And he goes, oh, no, I'm not a part of any group, which I guess, thank God, uh, still as if it matters, um, which I was like, damn, what a gangster. Again, I didn't know if she was like, yay, I love that. Are you a part of that, you know? And then so he's all like, this is my, you know, like I said, this is my, you know, I don't know why people are so afraid of this. Look at me. I'm out here doing it. Something like that. <laughs> and my neighbor goes, are you serious? She was like, are you joking? The way she said it, I'm like screaming, laughing inside so hard. Cause she was serious. She was like, are you serious? And he goes, I thought he was going to get mad. Cause I know these people who are just like, I can't do noises and my throat is so sore, but you know, the whole re thing. Uh, he was like, oh, no, this is really me, like, so proud. Um, so finally that ended, and, oh, God almighty, she was like, oh, what's your dress made out of? I thought she was handmaidening. I was like, kill me, dude. So he left, and I divulged a lot into what I've been doing in my podcast, um, how insulting drag is, so on and so forth. And she was in total agreeance, and she was like, oh, my God. <laughs> First of all, she – wait, actually, I'll wait for that moment, but – she was like, I want to learn more. I need to talk to you more. And I was like, I'd be happy to, you know. Um, and she was in total agreement. She's like, we, you know, she literally said the the sex you're born as is what you are. And I was like, duh. Yes, ma'am. Um, so that was horrifying. And I was like, oh, my God. And I asked her, I was like, when did those people move in? And she said around when we did. And I'm like, oh. Uh. So I told my mom all this. And she was like, you know, evil will always exist around you no matter where you live. And I was like, that's true. And I really feel like God brought me to Texas or wherever I am to really fight any evil. So there's that. Uh, Thankfully, they're not our direct neighbor. But what's so crappy, he was like... So what's also funny, because our neighbor was like, um, oh, no wonder why he didn't use a word like wife or even... He just called it like mate or something. Partner, that's what he used. He was like, oh, she doesn't want to come out and wear a costume. I was like, it's Halloween trying to throw his partner woman under the bus i'm like hmm i wonder why maybe your entire existence and your quote drag is an unbelievably insulting let me guess you steal her clothing too i've heard that's a thing um oh so sad i'm just like why i'm like what the fuck he's out here by himself what is happening oh lord creepy it was so creepy before i even realized it was him also, ice on cake, he was like, I'm an evil witch. I was like, oh, you don't say, dude. Do-. I didn't say it out loud, but I'm just like, oh, my God. Yeah, and then so fast forward to, like, I don't know, 10 minutes later, boink, boink, two furries, full fursuit, you know, show up again late night. And I'm like, oh, are you furries? And they're like, yep. So they walked away and my neighbor was like what how do you spell that and I told her that's a whole fucking fetish as well and she was like I need to drink more (laughs) oh I'm like yes ma'am welcome uh yeah oh boy well now that I've told you about uh Uh, life around here especially on halloween let me get to to some news stuff here um this is freaking hilarious seattle mayor offers up to twenty-five thousand hiring bonus for police and dispatchers after pushing defund police movement let's see here now mayor jenny durkin who once referred as a lawless autonomous zone dubbed ch blah blah basically the headline is exactly what it sounds like. They defunded the police and now they have a 25,000 hiring bonus for Seattle police officers and 911 call center dispatchers to attempt to fix the extreme staffing shortage. The first term mayor has helped to create. Um, the mayor who has said she will not be seeking a second term said that she authorized the massive bonuses due to a quote civil emergency based on the lack of police officers on the streets and dispatchers in the call centers. You don't say like, <laughs> Honestly, I don't understand anyone that's like, yes, defund the police. This will absolutely solve things in areas where like police are most needed. This whole rhetoric where police are bad. Police are bad, bad. They're bad. They're just bad. This whole sweeping statement thing. How dumb, how glib can you be? I love using the word glib. Do you all remember Tom Hanks when he was jumping on Oprah's couch? No, it was the uh, interview with, I don't know, Tom Sawyer. Just kidding. What's the guy's name from? I don't remember. I remember him being like, you're so glib. I was like, what does that mean? So I love using that word. Anyway, ridiculous. So I'm looking to get a truck out here because I need stuff to haul furniture and just have my own vehicle. Cause y'all, well, I sold my car in California. I was like, we are not driving new cars over. So this just in, by the way, the previous article, and this one's from redvoicemedia.com. Uh, Ford mandates every salaried employee get vaccinated. I was like, are you shitting me? Way to be un-American Ford. Like Ford is the, one of the most American... Uh, vehicle brands out there. I was like, you mother effing. Com- Ugh, it's just so clear these people are bought out and offered an insane amount of money to, you know, vaccinate their staff because they'll get paid. It's really sad. They have until December 8th of this year to get fully vaccinated. Uh, any employee who's unvaccinated um will be placed on unpaid leave. That's really messed up. The health and safety of our work, but I'm not even gonna read it. Whatever, y'all get that stupid crap. That's just uh, insane. This is some more insane news. This is um, kind of unrelated to like anything, but I don't know. Still, just what? <laughs> it's just this weekend, what? News. Treated like a piece of meat. Family horrified to learn that COVID 19 victims' body was dissected in front of a live audience. Widow of a World War I can never say this the first time, World War II veteran says his live autopsy was akin to being treated like a piece of meat in front of a paying audience. The widow of a ninety-eight year old WW two veteran was horrified to learn his body was dissected in front of a live audience at a five hundred dollar a ticket expo. David Saunders from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, died from complications from relating to COVID-19 in August, and his family donated his body for medical science in accordance with his wishes. Mr. Saunders' remains were given f- to for-profit Las Vegas-based firm Med Ed Labs, who sold them to quote macabre artist and death science founder Jeremy Siliberto who regularly shares videos of crime scenes and faked corpses to his 1.1 followers on TikTok. Oh, my God. Yeah, guess where this event was, by the way. Just just guess. Portland, Oregon. Port, this... Someone... Oh, my God. How is this not like a health and safety code violation up the wazoo? This took place at a friggin' Marriott, dude. Someone's Someone... someone <laughs> I, it's so absurd, I have to laugh at it. Someone literally hauled in a dead body into a frickin' Marriott, like, I don't know, conference room, threw him out on a table, and j- jabbed into his body for a paid audience? How? I mean, I guess people are fully retarded, and they're like, okay. I mean, what the hell? How is someone that's there is not like, what the fuck are we doing? What the fuck is this dude? What? I'm looking at the image. It's literally inside like a Marriott. Yeah, like a court. I'm not going to courtroom, but a, um, conference room. And there's a dead body under these like massive lights. People are surrounding. It. It's just wild, man. Retired professor of anatomy, Colin Henderson, then uses surgical knife to slice into his head, limbs and chest cavity and removed his organs and brain. Audience members were invited to prod his body during the three hour procedure. Oh, my Lord. Mr. Saunders' widow, Elsie, only discovered her late husband's body had been dissected after Seattle news network King 5 sent an undercover journalist into the event and spotted his name tag on the cadaver. She told King 5 she was horrified about the live autopsy, which was akin to being treated... Like, I already read that, the headline. Um No one from the funeral home or family was notified of the man's fate. It made me feel sad. Basically, the people that... um the MedEd Labs said that they were aware. Hold on, wait. Mr. Silberto claimed that MedEd Labs were aware that Mr. Saunders' remains would be used for live autopsy. He said his company, Death Science, made it clear that they would be selling the tickets and that the body broker, what, had provided an, an anatomist for the event. He said, "Death, death Science—that's his group name, whatever the hell." I went to his website; it was vomit. It's basically these people that are fucking obsessed with death. And, like, to me, it's just, like, you you may as well dance around, like, Satan. And, I mean, it's just so dark to be this obsessed with death that you'll go, to, you'll think it's okay to go to a Marriott. Like, put your finger inside of a dead body in a Marriott. Like, <clears throat> I can understand going to a school, because I had a friend in L.A., or so I thought as a friend, because it became one of those friends where I'm like, she never even asks how I am or contacts me, it's not really a friend. Anyway, she was did the whole, you know, um, school about um, learning about cadavers and whatnot, and that was under, like, school setting, and you understand that this is a, a thing that you do at this location, but at a fucking Marriott, out of your, out of your mind? Anyway, these people are just so dark. The guy that runs his business is freaking disgusting, and the fact that this is not, it's just... Look at this, I don't know, this guy's face, he's dark. It's just dark, it's dark, it's dark. I can tell because I have discernment and I don't like talking about that because people think I'm probably crazy for saying that. But I I firmly believe that the closer I get with God and the more I read the Bible and the more I go to church, the more I pray and talk to God and see how he works wonders in my life, the more I can really sense um, dark energy and people that are not walking right and i feel like i've i've always had that sense um but i think that that radar has been um off kilter when i'm walking walking right with god because when you start walking right with god um satan starts revealing himself because you are now a threat now you're walking you know technically away from satan and he's like hey get back here <laughs> it's the best dumbest way i can put it um anyway i'm not going to read the rest of the article you get how disgusting that is um which is also adds to the fact that uh Thank God I took myself off the um, uh, organ donation list. I don't even know how you even sign up. Like, how do you even sign up for that where you allow your... I guess, is that the same thing? If you are an organ donor, um, your your whole body is able to be used for, quote, science? I'm like, that's what wasn't clear in the article. Because it said that, like, the family took care of it and that was his dying wishes. But I'm like, does that mean he was an organ donor? How does that work? I don't know. Moving on with insanity news psychology today uh, had an article put out by Randy Anbar saying the headline is hypnosis can help with vaccine hesitancy in young children fear of needles may be a barrier for administration for the COVID-19 vaccine so disgusting man like I'm sorry children are not susceptible to dying from COVID for a for a virus that has a survival rate of what is the number point. For an absurd level of survival, especially freaking children, dude. By the way, if you're still agreeing to, if you either got the vaccine or if you've gotten or you're going to, you are the experimental lab rat. There has been no long-term studies. You are the experiment. Oh, my lordy. So, you know, there's this whole amazing, highly, I highly recommend it. It's like three hours long, but... You know, if anything, just skip around to the parts that you want to watch. Um, it's on Rumble and it's called SIN. It's abbreviated S E N dot Johnson Expert Panel on Federal Vaccine Mandates. And it's the Rumble page of Senator Ron Johnson. It was published November 1st, 2021. Um, hopefully, I remember to put it in my, my notes, but um, it's literally a roundtable discussion with vaccine injured and medical experts on federal vaccine mandates and the importance of healthcare freedom.
0: Rod Kelly. Uh, Rodriguez, she's a young mother from Tacoma, Washington, reliant on a walker following her vaccination. Kalei.
2: Thank you. I'm gonna try to be loud, but my voice is quiet, so I'm sorry. My name is Kalei Rodriguez. I'm 35 years old, and I spent most of the beginning of this year snowboarding and working out in the gym. I have also been lucky enough to be a stay-at-home mama who loves to sing, dance, take my kids for random road trips to find adventures and make memories. I got COVID in February and it almost killed me. And so because of that, I received my first Pfizer vaccine on April 13th and my second dose on May 5th. On June 29th, 2021, my happy, predictable daily life came to a screeching halt. I lost my ability to speak naturally. I have become unable to walk without a walker and never know if or when the tremors will come or go. I can no longer cook, clean, or even pick up and hold my baby for too long before my body begins to shake uncontrollably or is thrown into excruciating amounts of pain. I've been to the ER more times than I can count, and as a result have seen countless ER doctors, as well as two neurologists who have given me no diagnoses, no further testing besides regular blood work, CT scans, EEGs, EKGs, and an MRI all of which the doctors told me came back normal. I'm now seeing a functional medicine doctor and a chiropractor who seem to be the only two willing to help me to find out what's happening to my body. My quiet life has suddenly become very public, and with that has come so much ugliness and bitterness from people who know just the surface of what's happened to me after this vaccine. It has become the loneliest and most isolating experience I've had in my 35 years of life. I have been made to feel that I do not matter to those in Western medicine, that I have nothing more than an annoyance and waste of time. I deserve to be heard and treated with compassion, but instead I have been called a liar and a fake, and I have even been told by the ER doctors that this is all in my head and that there is nothing medically wrong with me, to the point where they called a social worker to have me evaluated and tried to have me committed to Western State Mental Health Hospital. My life has been turned upside down, but I will continue to push forward and fight for the same medical rights and treatment as those who are not in my current position. It's time to stop allowing doctors and nurses to treat us with such disgust and demand they be held accountable for their incompassionate treatment of COVID vaccine-injured people and demand they stop ignoring and dismissing what's happening to thousands of us around the world. This is my story, and I will not stop sharing until every single one of us has a diagnosis and a treatment plan in place. Our lives matter, too. My life matters, too. To my kids, my husband, my family, I am loved and important. Maybe not to you, but my life doesn't matter less because some do not agree with me. I'm hoping to share my story in an effort to give others going through what I'm going through a voice and to show them that they don't have to be afraid. So for everyone suffering, for everyone being pushed, guilted, and frightened into taking this thing or not taking this thing, I see you I hear you I believe you I love you I am you I see you I see your fear and hurt and your confusion and your sorrow I hear you I hear all of your words crashing into disagreement and I still hear all of you I believe you I believe you're terrified I believe something happened to you or someone you loved after doing your part On the other hand, I also believe this virus has some of you so freaked out that you cannot understand why some people won't just do their parts. I love you. I love all of you because that is the only thing that is going to get through this, love. And maybe it sounds silly, so maybe it's not for you, but love is the only weapon powerful enough to destroy the ugliness in this chaos we call our world. I am you. I did my part. I got the vaccine. I got mine because I wanted to protect myself and my family. I did it because I wanted to help others like me whose bodies aren't strong enough to fight this virus. Ultimately, I did it because I was terrified that I would catch COVID again and die. I'm scared and sad and hurting too. I am you and I just want someone to keep me here too. I just want someone to help me too. We're human. We make mistakes and we fix them. That's how we become better. We take responsibility for our actions and we apologize when we have hurt someone and we don't get to turn around and tell them that we didn't. We take responsibility. Come together as a nation of people with kindness and compassion instead of hate and anger. A nation of people who stand for change and freedom and won't be silenced any longer. Thank you.
1: It's incredibly moving and, you know, there are people that tell their stories. About um, how you know the vaccine injured them, and it's just one of the things that I don't want to repeat what the people said because I think it's incredibly um, sad and very moving and a very emotional thing. I definitely cried um, to listen to these people's stories. You know, uh, a dad lost his son. Someone became crippled. You know, um, um, paralyzed. Just it's unreal. So definitely go watch that. Uh, I'm looking over some good news here. Um, Glenn Youngkin won in Virginia, which is amazing. And that's for the Virginia governor. And, you know, that flipped that state red. Uh, There's this article that came out from, you know, MSM, mainstream media. Youngkin wins and Trumpism is back with a vengeance. Ridiculous, fear-mongering, bullshit, crap. Oh, my God. And then this one's from, I don't even know what this is, the Daily Dot. Is the Daily Wire responsible for Glenn Youngkin's win? (laughs) Democrats are losing their damn mind over it. It's hilarious. Um, And then what's her face? The black woman became the first Virginia. Ah, what's her name? She's awesome. Give me a second. Her name is Winsome Sears. And uh, she's amazing. She has an AR-15. Her whole um, speech being sworn in and speaking was amazing. It was just great. I love it so much. Like, first African-American woman to be um, elected into, to be the uh, lieutenant governor in Virginia. Yeah, you go. You go, Winsome. Love her. It was a very moving speech, and she actually thanked Jesus, which is wonderful. Yeah, Biden has the audacity to <clears throat> thank, quote, God. I'm like, oh, my God. Nothing makes me more pissed off than seeing that demon thank God. I'm like, you're not talking about God. You're not talking about the God I know. Uh, let's see here. This is hilarious. Uh, DeSantis sparks familiar chant by referring to the the Brandon administration. So funny. Um, he said, "Uh, let's see. How did he phrase it? He phrased it as... If you look at that, if you look at what's going on with some of the big corporations with their woke agenda, when you look at the Biden, the Brandon administration and the audience was like cheering and applauding and saying "Let's go Brandon." So funny. It was just a really funny moment where everyone got to laugh and I think comedy what's so great about conservatives is that they keep like they're they allow for comedy and I mean, what's more to say? Like, I've never seen any sort of liberal comedy be funny. Like, first of all, they're offended by everything. How can how can comedy possibly exist within their whole existence? I'm offended. Like, you'd be walking on eggshells. It would nothing none of it would be funny. When you when you present a comedy actor, you tell a joke. You have to have a certain air about you that you don't care, and that you're there to make jokes, and you're not there to be. If you have to explain the joke, the joke is over. Like leave, exit stage left. You never explain a joke. It's not. You've literally canceled it out, and it's embar- you've embarrassed yourself. Um, it's just y- y'all know what I'm saying. I think um, like I've never seen liberals. I mean, maybe in secret, but not out in the open, or like an actual comedy show. This is, uh, let me go back to disp- de- depressing news. <sighs> I just can't imagine raising a child in uh, California, much less living in California still. San Francisco to force five-year-olds to show vaccine passport to enter restaurants. This is from Infowars.com. Uh, my God, Lord Almighty. Yes, your child can eat for free, but you gotta show us your papers, please. Like, oh my God. Uh, wild, just Wild. California is the first place in the world to implement this. Oh, my God. Children account for less than 0.1% of all COVID deaths in America, with many warning that the risk posed by the vaccine could outweigh the risk of them getting the virus. You don't say. You don't friggin' say. Another amazing thing from that three-hour-long video on Rumble, the Senator Johnson expert panel on federal vaccine mandates, there was this woman who's worked in the military, and, um, she was saying how there are certain medications that a mother has taken that she had a child that the child became susceptible to all these diseases and cancer when that child grew up to be like 20 years old. So it's like an intergenerational side effect from medication. And this, th- this vaccine's not a fucking vaccine. It's a, it's a, um, what, how do they word it? Like a product, a medical product, um, medicine ah they didn't word it as medicine forgot what it's called but basically like that it's the same thing like we don't have we don't even have like three year long study uh five years like it's just so crazy to me people haven't thought this through like emma mrna M- we've never had and you're literally going to sign up for that as long as you know that that's what you're going into and that you are literally a lab rat they're testing on you like have at it but I just don't think it, most people have thought this through because they've been, you know, denying any sort of side effect. Like, it's just uh, listening to those people's stories is so heartbreaking because I've heard that I've heard this time and again. People go into the doctor and, you know, they've they had a stroke. They've had all these blood clots, uh, you know, horrible body issues that, that apparently don't get detected through CT scans, MRIs, EKGs and whatnot. And their tests come back all, quote, normal. And they start saying that, oh, it's just in your head. It's just your anxiety. Like that one woman who said that they tried to put her into the loony bin. I just can't imagine like going through all these steps within months of like, um, getting the jab, your life has changed forever. Having to convince people every time you go to the doctor that it's real and that you're really feeling these, I just, oh my God, it's so wild. It's so wild. One woman was saying that she got cut off from her, uh, you know, online Facebook group. It got ripped apart because you're not allowed to talk about this shit. And she immediately lost contact with someone, a couple people that were suicidal, Um, which is why I always say, you know, people that, and again, this is one of those things that people just don't expect in time and whatever, just, it can happen. But, uh, you know, get in contact with people that you get, share your phone number and you don't have to share your home address, but exchange emails. It's crucial I have my sign-up on my website. If you go to lindsayplatotionart.com, and I think it says Stay Connected. Yeah, on the top it says Stay Connected, and you can sign up for my email list. Um, it's literally only to stay connected with me. Um, I wanted to uh, somehow eventually set up a newsletter. I've been so incredibly busy lately. So um, Plus, I don't want to harass people with newsletters, but I do. I would like to have a newsletter to like put out random um, news articles I find or something that I find very compelling. Um, Because I'm actually able to share comments and videos and links on YouTube community wall, which is a thing. Um, Lord knows, I'll probably get banned from that eventually because I shared this video um, recently on there. But I changed the URL because I was like, oh, no, I'm going to be banned because it has the word vaccine and it's from Rumble, which is a competitor on YouTube. Uh, But I went to Tiny URL and changed the URL that way. So we'll see if I got detected. haven't even checked. I think I already told you guys I'm permanently banned from Twitter. Like, I've tried, you know, under VPN and all this stuff and not using the same phone number. Everything is nothing that I originally used my other accounts. It's still, I'll sign up and it asks, like, oh, we suspect some weird activity. Give us a phone number. I do that and it uh, immediately suspends my account. I'm like, Again? It's wild I, nothing no information I've used on this these new accounts are connected to my old accounts in any way shape or form. So it's really freaking weird. So you would think with the VPN thing it would work, but I don't know, dude it's okay. I guess I'll get my news from other um, websites. Um, like people I follow on Gab and Infowars and um, the Daily Wire um, and the High Wire with Dale Bigtree. he's amazing. Um, yesterday was the first uh, worldwide walkout um that uh children's defense fund let me pull that up real quick it's uh it's robert f kennedy organizes this excuse me robert f kennedy jr and um, he's you know obviously extremely woke and he's been going to these new york city um um you know pro-freedom rallies and he's just freaking awesome what an awesome awesome warrior of a man i can't praise this man enough Uh, I'm so sad that I missed it because they have these walkouts everywhere. I highly recommend going to childrenshealthdefense.org. And I think the URL, let's see. Yeah, and then forward slash, give me a second, because I couldn't find it on their main website. Forward slash, uh, I guess it's confusing. Hopefully I can remember to put this in there. Probably won't, but it's literally called Worldwide Walkouts. And oops, sorry, I started auto-playing a video that you probably can't hear. Goodness gracious, it like auto-plays. (laughs) um so i was making sure i wasn't recording that the uh, upcoming worldwide walkout event dates is november 3rd november 8th through 11th uh november 19th through the 20th and november 26th and it has a whole page of the walkouts and it's in phoenix berkeley california a lot of california florida georgia hawaii illinois indiana uh massachusetts maine Missouri, New Jersey, North Dakota, Vermont, um, Washington, Virginia, Utah, Texas, Rhode Island, Pennsylvania, Oregon, New York. So it's basically, where is the, it says, what, it says, uh, you know, what what is this? It says, Worldwide Walkouts is a call for global shutdown to stop business as usual and celebrate human rights. Citizens around the world will be asked to unify for freedom and commit acts of civil disobedience to make their point. No masks, no vaccines, no testing. No coercion. The potential headlines. 500 towns in America and around the world have nurses, teachers, etc. Walk out for freedom. French and Italian voters in acts of civil disobedience. Dot, dot, dot. Just an example. Um, yeah, it says how. Make it a celebration of unity. Create a unified voice with signage posters, si- singing of popular songs, and national anthem, chants, and more. Ask veterans, first responders, educators, and children to speak. Create a community by asking the crowd to intru- introduce themselves <clears throat> to their neighbor. Encouraging hugs and holding hands to resist the mainstream narrative, of social distancing, and fearing close contact with others. Choose for everyone to wear a consistent color to unify the crowd visually. If you're expecting larger crowds or use of amplified sound, you may need to consider... Uh, they also have a YouTube video showing you how to um, make uh, like protest signs, which I found to be nice. Because I've always wondered, I'm like, ah, what's the best way to make these um, signs? And it was a really well thought out uh, video, which again is all, the, all on that website. Actually, I hope I remember to put that in there. But I'm sure you guys saw that stage thing going back to the Virginia thing. Um, the Democrats literally hired like fake white supremacists, supremacists carrying tiki torches to stand in front of the Yunkin event. <laughs> it's like hilarious. So then it makes me think, or I don't even think I'm like, oh, the whole like tiki torch bullshit before was also Democrats faking to be um, Republicans absolutely hilarious. Uh let me get back to I already got the hypnosis. Did I didn't even get I didn't really talk about the hypnosis thing. Um I think I got distracted, but um it's just so gross. Key points: the COVID-19 I'm again. I'm talking about the psychology today hypnosis thing. COVID-19 vaccine is expected to be soon available for children ages 5 to 11. Many children under the age of 11 are afraid of needles. A topical numbing cream, distraction, virtual reality. That's disgusting. A vibrating device or blowing soap bubbles can help children tolerate injections. Hypnotic techniques can be used to help with fear of needles through use of words and imagery. Yo, if you go through links to hypnotize your freaking kid to get a COVID-19... You are literally coercing your child. Like, oh my lord, this is so messed up. Um... In severe cases, children develop dizziness, shakiness, sweating, and nausea because of the anxiety. Because of the anxiety? Oh, never because of the actual injection. God. Fear of needles may be a barrier for administration of the COVID-19 vaccine in the nearly-targeted age group. Oh, my God. Well, maybe because children know what's best, and if they're fearful of something, um, just don't give it to them. Like, For what? For what? Children are not at threat. I mean, they're not, they're not going to die from this shit. At that point, I'd rather take my chances and be like, okay, I'm never putting this crap in my children's body or my body. Um, I'm going to trust that, uh, you know, I'd rather ride it out with a freaking COVID thing. I'm not buying into this politicized BS. <sighs> Whatever. You guys know my rants as usual, probably. This is, this is so weird. Listen to this. I already said that, you know, use of a topical numbing cream can help children better tolerate injections, distraction, and a virtual reality headset. How disgusting is that? Over here, look at the birdie, but let's put a freaking thing on your head to take you out of reality. Many children respond to use of Buzzy, a vibrating device that is applied to the site of the vaccine administration. The pain signal to the brain is altered by the vibration, and therefore the child is less likely to focus on any injection-associated dis- discomfort. That is so sick. Let's put this little buzzy on your body. It makes it go buzz bos- and Oh, my God, I can't. Hypnosis to help with needle-related discomfort. I don't want to read this anymore. This is just sickening, dude. This is weird, too. Here I go. I just said I'm not going to read it. Children can learn to control pain with hypnosis in several ways. A favorite, this is just wild, a favorite of many kids, based off of what, by the way, says who? If you say that, if you claim that this is a favorite, can you at least quote a freaking study? Oh no, you're not going to, are you? You're just making this shit up out of your ass. A favorite of many kids, says some random person, is learning how to use a, quote, magic glove. They imagine putting a glove on one of their hands, including thinking of its color, texture, thickness, and warmth. Once the glove is on, the children can be shown that touching or pricking of the gloved hand feels different from that felt by the opposite hand. The sensation achieved with the gloved hand can be numb, ticklish, or as if a feather is touching the hand. What? What? The sensation of the gloved hand can then be transferred psychologically to the site where a vaccination is going to be administered by prompting the child to briefly hold that part of the body with the gloved hand. (coughs) Oh my God. Just stop. If you have to, if you have to brainwash and like gaslight a child to their fucking face, maybe you shouldn't be doing that damn thing. I can't. Okay. I, this is what happens when I read this crap. I'm like, I'm not going to cuss today. Then I read something that makes me livid, and then the cussing just comes right on in yeah 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 um <clears throat> let me see if i had any other things pulled up. It's so hard to talk, my throat is so like itchy um yeah yeah, yeah, uh, let's see if theres anything else I had yeah, bored I already said that, um. Yeah, I said that one too. I guess that's all for now. I hope you guys are hanging in there. Uh, still don't have my studio set up, which is fine. I've been sick since uh, Tuesday, so it's been a bit of hindrance on things. Um, I actually have been taking notes on my symptoms. You want me to read it off to you? Because um, everyone lo- likes to share about personal health and whatnot nowadays which is fine. I don't mind telling people my symptoms. Um, I'm just like, Oh God, the government's going to come after me. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a book. Um, let's see. It started, well, I thought I had a hangover. I had a hangover from Halloween a little bit, which is weird because I didn't drink that much at all. It was Prosecco for God's sake. So it started with a headache and I felt sick in general in the body and decided to sleep it off. Woke at noon, made myself some food, uh, took a nap, took a mint edible to help sleep around two, woke up around five, started feeling like death huge headache back in my head area. I just was achy, hot and cold, started getting nauseous. Um, It was like, I felt horrible, but I had no, what's crazy about all this is I've had no congestion in my nose. Like usually if I I felt like I had a horrible flu for only like, uh, I don't know, four hours, it was really bad though. Uh, But you know, usually with, with those symptoms I would have a, you know, I'm blowing my nose raw and red and none of that, no congestion t- up to now. It started with a sore throat and that has persisted this entire time. Um, you know, I lost my appetite, but then weirdly my husband came home from getting groceries and I had a huge appetite after I made myself start eating chicken soup. And I was like, Oh, give me all the food. I ate so much, which is great. Um, then got my period, which was interesting. Cause I'm like, is that period side effects? I'm like, no, this is definitely not like a sore throat. Really? Again, no congestion or anything, and I felt fine in the morning yesterday, and then I started feeling tired and um, so was just feeling like sicky in my chest, but not like death. Oh, excuse me. Um, um, took NyQuil to help me self-sleep. and then woke up today late, obviously, and you know my throat—it feels like it was closing, and I hacked up a huge loogie that was like stuck in my throat. Um, so the whole persistent thing is definitely the throat thing. It's probably the cough. Because the symptoms are really bizarre. But again, I'm not living in fear. Oh, the one thing that I wanted to say is that I was like, what are the side effects? I mean, I've heard of it before, but, you know, I went to Reddit, of course. And, of course, it's just so sad. Let let me go to Reddit because, like, COVID. Let's see. It's got to be my history somewhere. Excuse me. The reoccurring theme with going to Reddit. Excuse me, Lordy. I guess the subreddit is COVID-19 positive. Um, the reoccurring theme with these people is they're so terrified of catching this thing. Like, I understand that some people may get really ill and whatnot, but I'm like, I don't know. I put my, tr- I personally put my trust in God completely. Um, they're like, statistically, I know my, the, uh, my age and health, I'll be okay. But damn, this is terrifying. I'm like, but if, if you know, you're going like, to like statistically, it's fine. Then why what are you so afraid of? Um, you know, me and my wife and daughter I have COVID. We're all vaccinated. <laughs> uh, I feel like everyone I know is getting COVID. I'm like, yeah, you think Cause everyone's going to... It's just, it's not going away, dude. Um, COVID positive and really scared I'm going to die. Pfizer allergy. Should I get vaccinated? Just tested positive two days ago and I'm more scared than I thought. I, I mean... Lord, it's just these people are so horrified and scared to live. And it's just, it's really sad. You know, I'm terrified. Ah, Just as a positive and scared. Like I, when I first thought I had it like a while ago, I was like, oh my God. <clears throat> and I couldn't sleep. And I was like, oh God. Now I, you know, I'm just, I'm I'm, I'm awake now. And I put my trust in God. Like I've always talked about. And I don't have any fear, you know. I trust God completely, and I know whatever happens, happens. And I just, you know, I thank God for the help that I have and that I'm still, you know, living. (laughs) Because the survival rate is ridiculously up there. I wish I knew the number. I know it's really up there, 99 point something. Anyway, um, thanks for listening. I really appreciate you guys. Uh, For some reason, Subscribestar doesn't tell me if I have a comment uh, on my post which is really irritating because I missed a couple of comments a couple of posts back which I sincerely apologize about I love communicating with my um, supporters immensely which is also I'm bummed about Twitter um, you can find me on Instagram under distorted lens 2.0 I think also 3.0 I think I may you know you got to have multiple backups but uh you know if you subscribe on my Subscribestar, subscribe I definitely share a lot of articles and whatnot that I don't discuss on my podcast, so you get a more um, one-on-one vibe, and I am always make sure to post there to keep the communication lines open, and again, I apologize, but I, I will try to keep uh, remembering to check Subscribestar um, and check it for the comments. There's not even a notification, which is so weird, but I digress. Thank you so much for supporting. You can become a monthly supporter on my Subscribestar by going to Subscribestar.com forward slash Distorted Lens. Uh, you know, I get to have a one-on-one with you guys. You get to support my podcast personally and you don't have to worry about donating once and being like, Oh, I want to still support her. You can do it on subscribe star. It literally has three different tiers. Um, I forgot what I named them, but, um, Again, it's subscribestar.com forward slash distorted lens, subscribestar.com forward slash distorted lens. And if you don't want to do that, you can give one-time donation to my PayPal, which is paypal.me forward slash LP foster kittens. Again, um, paypal.me forward slash LP foster kittens. If you want to give a dollar, $5, a hundred, a thousand, whatever amount, honestly, sincerely helps. I, I treat this podcast as... Um, my way to really connect with humanity and humans and you, the listener, to make you feel like you're not alone. Um, not make you. I hate saying that. We're like a make you. I'm not, making, I'm not making anyone do anything, but I think it's great that, as much as I despise technology and how much it has destroyed humanity and you know, it, it removes human connection, human connection in a lot of ways. But it also provides a connection that I would have never had, had if it wasn't for you know technology. So, um, I love that I get to be here every week and make, if I can make one person not feel alone, then I, I feel over the moon. You know, it's, of course it doesn't come, it's not about the money. It's about, I don't know, making people not feel alone. It's indescribable. You know, it's kind of like volunteering your part of your life. I'm literally giving part of my life to you guys for free. So if you can leave a review, that'd be great too. And also, um, you know, support my work. It would, it would just mean a lot to me. Again, I don't do this for shit for money at all, but money definitely helps for anyone. Um, so uh, don't give up, hold the freaking line. This is honestly, this really is the fight of our lifetime. Um, I'm not exaggerating. This isn't something that I'm saying to like uh, falsify and make you feel like this is something more serious than it is. It is, this is very serious. This is about our American, also global freedoms, wherever you're living, wherever you're listening from, this isn't a joke. This is not a drill. Hold the freaking line. This is something that is more, it's not about a virus. It's about control. And they, they want to control you and have you be submissive. Once you agree to giving over your body in this way, it's game over. It is just game over. It, it truly is. Because if you don't have ownership over your own body, what do you have ownership over then? What in the world do you think that you can possibly have ownership over if you are if you are believing this narrative of mainstream media turn it off I challenge you to turn off your news stop reading Fox or CNN or CNBC ABC NBC turn it off I really challenge you give it 3 days I would say a day I don't know how much that would help give it a week just I I challenge you to see how you feel and what you start seeing um just the fact I mean there's a million reasons why this is such a scam to rip away your freedom slowly one by one but the biggest thing is like why are they not even talking about side effects and why is it that when people come in with their actual uh, vaccine injury side effects um, they're being told it's just your anxiety oh it's just in your head like the fact that doctors are being told that you know I'm not sure how it's being told honestly but it seems like it's being related to doctors that there are no side effects because it is safe, quote, safe and effective, which is an outright lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's, and it's beautiful to see all these celebrities wake up like Kyrie Irving. He posted a photo of Morpheus from the Matrix and people are like, oh my God, yes, take the red pill. It's awesome. These people have really big platforms and God bless them sincerely. I really mean that. Just the fact that they're Holding the freaking line is beautiful and seeing how in New York City, literally BLM and freedom fighters, which people, you know, mainstream media tries to display as pro-Trumpers or whatever, or anti-vax people, these two groups have banded together and it is the most beautiful thing I have ever seen in my entire life. Literally BLM Marxist community of people are banding together with pro-freedom people and some of those people are pro-Trump. I just think it's beautiful, you know. it's wonderful it's wonderful you know because what is the media gonna do they can't say it's uh trumpers or whatever they'll probably just be like these black people are what is it they said about larry elder he's the white face he's the no the the black face of white supremacy bruh what it's so dumb like you are so dumb you're so glib (laughs) please look up that tom cruise video (laughs) anyway again i can't reinforce holding a line more than i have um hold the line. Never, do not submit to this. Don't do it. Don't be coerced. Don't be fooled. You know, no matter if it's uh, left or right, red or blue, conservative or Democrat, you don't need to listen to anyone, but listen to your heart and soul and put your trust in God and God alone. He will show you the truth and the way and the life. Uh, Truly, honestly, I can speak to that. Again, everything, this comes from me, obviously, I'm saying it, but comes from my walking, living testament of, uh, walking with Jesus and talking to him and thanking him in moments where I, you know, like I am sick. I still thank him because it's just, uh, it's hard to explain. It's one of those things that the closer, at least for me, the closer I've gotten with God, the more I understand thanking him, even when it's really not a good time. Um, I still thank him because I know it's in his hands and he has control and it's just a really beautiful thing. Um, so, yeah, I feel like I don't want to stop talking because I love talking to you guys. I I should find a way to like, I know some people do uh, Zoom classes with people to talk to their, I wouldn't say, I guess, yeah, talking to their followers. Some, one of my friends does that for a class. It's all about the gender thing, but she charges people, which is n- nothing wrong with that. I think it's the, because she has to provide for the, uh, the, free, the it's not free, the Zoom thing. Because if you have more than like five people, you have to pay a fund. So obviously she charges people. I think that's a great, great idea. I should probably start doing something like that because I really, I would consider, I would sincerely love more than anything to hold a some sort of a Zoom thing to talk to my followers and just have a time where we can all come together and just vent and talk about our own experiences, what we're dealing with with the crazy family. Because I've had multiple followers being like, my mom is trying to get me to get it, or my neighbor. Just you know, I, 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 I love having, I love being there for people for my followers to talk to them. But I think I, now the more that I think about it, I love more than anything to set up a class like that, that I guess I could have underneath my, inside my subscribe star. If you become a subscriber, we could hold that like once every other week or once a month. I would, I would really love that. And I think you guys would love that too. So keep your eyes and ears peeled on that one. Um, I would say Twitter, but Twitter is not happening, I guess. It sucks because it's also a good place for me to talk about my upcoming stuff. But again, I'm on Instagram. Um, connect with me on the Stay Connected on my website. So in case, you know, Big Tech comes. Well, it's currently doing that, actually. So it's crucial that you guys sign up on my Stay Connected so we can stay, truly stay connected. So hang in there. Hold the effing line. God bless you guys and girls and ladies and gentlemen.